GP Insights, a health cert podcast. Practical advice for busy GPs on how to treat with confidence and grow their practice. Let's move on to uh, so podcast two, uh, talking um, about uh, treatments. And what I would like to do, if, if you don't mind, is talk first about treatment of nail unit tumors. And then secondly, um, I had the great pleasure of... Uh, attending one of your webinars about uh, aspects of acral uh, tumors, acral melanomas in tumors. I'd like to touch on a few points there, but maybe first of all, you can walk us through um, treatment of, of, of nail unit tumors. I mean, the obvious one is amputation. Uh, in our first podcast, you made mention of conservative, more conservative uh, treatments. Can you, can you give us some insights there? Sure. Um... First of all, most tumors of the nail unit are benign. Could be yep. hydrogenuloma, um, it could be uh, uh, exostosis, could be glomusal tumors, and all these tumors could be treated by uh, skin cancer doctors or dermatologists. And there is no need to refer these patients to orthopedics, for example, because right. it's, it's very simple to treat. Of course, there are a few things to know about these tumors, and it's difficult to explain that on a podcast because you need to have images. But having said that, there are many things that are very useful to know. First of all, the x-ray is the, the test you should submit the patient because with an x-ray, you will see if there is bone underneath exostosis, if there is bone erosion in case of a squamous acastinoma, or bone imprint in, in case of uh, glomusal tumor or uh, keratoacanthoma and many other conditions. So uh, when you think of treating a nail tumor, always take an x-ray. Right. In some cases, it's possible also to have a better vision of the tumor with MRI, especially in glomusal tumor. But in my view, there are too many of them performed in our patients. Because if you see the glomusal tumor through the nail plate, there is no need of an MRI to, to explore the nail and to excise the lesion. So it's uh, too expensive to, to do this, these things. Right. But most of the, the things you should know about it is uh, to, to examine the nail unit. Again, a monodactylic condition is highly suggestive. And then uh, think of the best way to see, uh, see the lesion. And in most cases, it is needed to first explore, then obtain histopathological results that could be enough uh, for the patient to be completely cured. But in some conditions, it's needed to do additional surgery. Sure. And the key word, in my view, for this additional surgery is to think conservative. Because yeah. amputation is, of course, needed in some cases. But uh, it's nowadays proven that uh, treatment of uh, microinvasive uh, squamous carcinoma or microinvasive melanoma could be conservative for the digit, and this is very important in our view. Right, right, that's very helpful. Can, I must, can, yeah, I must something there. Yeah, uh, it's uh, there is no consensus on the treatment of uh, nail unit melanoma, and yeah. some specialists uh, still uh, 
suggest that amputation is the best treatment. So we have our rules, but I don't want to say that these rules are word, uh, widely accepted by the community. No, sure. That, 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 that's understood. That, that, that takes us very nicely into, um, into melanoma and, and other tumors indeed of, uh, of, 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 of the feet, um, acral melanoma, so, you know, special sites uh, melanoma, particularly uh, Luke. Um, you know, as a, as, a, as a skin cancer doctor myself, it's always uh, part of the process, of course, to examine the feet carefully. Um, many patients find it amusing that I'm looking at the bottom of their feet. They want to see the bottom of the, I want to see the bottom of their feet. Um, but uh, and of course, here in Australia, quite a few people don't bother with shoes. So we see quite some quite dirty feet um, some of the time, particularly at this time of the year in Queensland, I can assure you. Um, but that's all good. Um, but but. Uh, you know, examination of the soles of the feet, but also between the toes. Um, you know, I think it, you cannot just glance at, at, at this. Um, uh, I, I mean, I've been doing this work for a long time, but I have seen one melanoma between the toes. And there's no doubt that if I had not been looking between the toes, I would have missed it. Um, so, so examination is the first point, of course. Anything you would want to add around the obvious thing of actually just examining the feet and the acral skin properly, hands and feet? Um, when I teach special locational anemia, yeah. I have a special topic uh, uh, that is hidden areas. Yes. Hidden areas to patient view. Could be yeah. hair, could be underwears, it could be also uh, palms and soles. Uh, especially in elderly patients, uh, it is impossible to see the soul. So it's very important to, to take this in, in, into account when you examine uh, a skin cancer patient. Yeah. Of course, our situation in Europe is very different from what you know in, in Australia and especially in Queensland. Because yeah. uh, 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 basically, the incidence of equal melanoma is similar in, in, uh, in Australia and in Europe whereas it's much higher in other sites. So mm. I understand perfectly why your colleagues are more focused on general skin and not too much on acral skin. But sure. uh, thinking about us, uh, this is really part of our examination, especially in dark-skinned people, because you know probably that the only kind of melanoma you would see in, in black people or heavily pigmented people is especially acral melanoma. So of course. it's important to look at this size. Yeah. So I, as you say, we, we see so much skin cancer and melanoma on the sun-exposed parts of the skin, but uh, still we have to examine the hands and the feet. I mean, uh, you know, we have a very, very clear rule, as I, I know you would support, is if you're doing a skin examination, you examine all of the skin. Um, yeah. And as you say, hidden sites, uh, you, you know, we always ask, you know, what is under the underwear? Is there anything I need to check? Um, and, and the scalp, um, you know, ju just, just last week, I had a patient with a melanoma in the scalp. It had been missed by a, a GP twice. And it, in fact, Luke, it was the hairdresser that insisted that the, pa that the patient keep going back to the doctor until she got the attention that was required. So, so um, 
tell us uh, a little bit more about uh, common uh, errors or or common um, issues that you would like uh, the, the skin cancer doctor to be very thoughtful about uh, with regard to acral, acral tumors. Um, you know, I'm conscious, for example, I, I mean, you can, you can enlighten me and our listeners here. Uh, the role of sentinel lymph node biopsy, uh, you know, is surgery the same on, on acral melanomas? Any special, special issues? Uh, sure. The first thing I would like to say is that basically uh, acral melanoma is a lentiginous type of melanoma, just yeah. like uh, lentigo maligna on the face. Yeah. So it's a very slowly growing tumor. And even though it has a bad reputation, especially on nails, uh, this is probably more due to delay diagnosis than in fact the aggressiveness of the tumor that is yeah. very similar to lentigo maligna. Right. So the first thing I would like to say is uh, there is no real difference in the management of these cases uh, when you compare them to regular skin melanoma, according to breast low thickness, our threshold for sentinel biopsy in our team is 0.8 millimeters, but I admit that it could be different in another parts of the world. Um, we treat them exactly the same. Adjuvant yeah. treatment in case of uh, positive lymph node is exactly the same, and we obtain basically the, main, the same results in our patients. Of course, BRAF mutation is rare in these patients. Uh, second mutation is not so common uh, as opposed to what first was described by first authors, and we do not have access too much to targeted therapies for advanced cases of these melanomas. But uh, basically, the management rules are very similar. The only peculiar aspect concerns surgery, because of course, uh, margins are difficult to apply. And a two centimeter margin is impossible uh, on nails or on fingers. So amputation is very often needed if you have advanced tumors. So yeah. uh, I would say for skin cancer doctors, the most important message is uh, please look at palms and soles, feet, fingers, and, 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 and toes and nails. And if you think that something is suspicious, uh, make everything that is possible to make the diagnosis. And then the subsequent treatment will be, will be very similar to what is done in other melanomas. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's very clear. And I think that's a fantastic uh, message to end our the conversation on Luke. Thank you. Uh, you've been very, very generous with your time for two podcasts on a <clears throat> very, very uh, important topic. Um, thank you so much. And we look forward to seeing you in Australia before too long, we hope. I hope so. <laughs> thank you very much. And have a good day. Well, the rest of the day, for, for me, the day is beginning. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Luke. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates whenever we post more. And please share it with others. And for more info, please go to helpsert.com.